Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Katie Loves Kaiju, where we talk about giant monsters. Monster movies. And Super Bowl shenanigans. I'm Katie. I'm Will, and we're furious. <laughs> I am so confounded. And I think... Bamboozled, Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Verklempt. Verklempt. I don't know what that word means. I just always wanted to use it in a sentence. Then when you have succeeded. I did it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, so uh, in case you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, um, we we watched 10 Cloverfield Lane and we're like, Cloverfield Paradox, if it comes out ever, is going to be, you know, a thing. And I hope that we get to watch it soon and blah, blah, blah. And then we wrote uh, the fifth I yeah. think we wrote the fifth one. Yeah, so um, um, we were talking about Clover, the, the third Cloverfield, which at the time we thought was Cloverfield Station that was going to come out in April and there was going to be some, but there was some shenanigans with uh, maybe Netflix is going to buy it, maybe maybe won't get a theatrical release. And literally 24 hours later, watching the Super Bowl, it's like, hey, this is coming! In two hours! And I'm like, fuck! Netflix is like, hey guys, I got you this. And we're like, I didn't know. We had already recorded an episode. Yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> so here we are, uh, one week later, and uh, we're going to watch... The now revealed... I just, I can't, there are no words, I'm so confused. <laughs> I was like, this is, I really didn't think they were going to release it. We talked about it. Uh, it's here now. I had to run to the grocery store to buy butter. <clears throat> And I messaged you the trailer. I was making wings. No, and, I just, I was like, I'm not sure how this relates. <laughs> I was, I, and I messaged you the trailer before I left. I'm in the line to, to get the butter. And I, and your only response was, the fuck? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think I went to bed. Like, I don't, it, I don't know what had happened. Oh, I got it. I think you sent it to me and I, I was asleep. Like, I do genuinely... <laughs> I go to bed at like seven o'clock at night, guys. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Katie works a hard job. She's very wealthy. I'm very wealthy. I did almost buy a couch, and then I got scared, <laughs> so I didn't do it. Um, what was her name? Terry. Terry, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it just wasn't meant to be. Um, also, I told Will a story uh, before, and. Um, I mean, this is the very smooth segue. Will thought it was good, and he thought I should tell it on the podcast, and I was too embarrassed to tell it last week, so I'll tell it to you guys now. I went to a yoga class, and uh, I have an app for my gym, so, like, you can you can search the calendar, and, like, you know, you can add it to your calendar, and so I did so, because I was like, oh, I want a reminder on this, blah, blah, blah. So then I go to the gym the next day, and I, you know, I go up to the counter, and I scan my ID, and the guy's like, oh, are you here for yoga? And I was like... Oh my god, how does it know? Thinking like, oh, I added it to my calendar, somehow it syncs with my membership. And he's like, how does what know? And I was like, how does it know I'm going to yoga? And he's like, it doesn't know, I know. And I'm like, oh my god, how do you know? And he's like, I just know. And I'm like, um, okay. And he's like, you've got a yoga mat in your hand? And I was just like, uh, okay, bye. And just died. Um, But he was like so nice about it. At the same time, I was just so, like, I don't want to say stupid. But I just had this moment where, like, there, I'm holding a yoga mat, like, under my right arm. Like, it's my dominant hand. I use that hand to scan the thing. I'm putting that arm out so we can put the arm, like, the wristband on me. Because, like, they have a certain number of people that can go to yoga. 
And it's like in my eyes, eye lines. And I'm like, oh my God, how do you know I'm going to yoga? Like, and he was like, yeah, it's, but, um, so I can never go to the gym again. Uh, so long story short. So, um, I'm signed up for a 24 month contract and I'm just not going to go. Okay. Great. So is buying butter <laughs> to make wings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this has come out of you. Got to stop saying it's coming out of nowhere because it's that brick analogy still stands. I, I but it kind of did. Yeah, this is. I think this is the fastest film from announcement to premiere ever. Really, I could be wrong, but prove us wrong. Send us an email, Katie Loves Kaiju at gmail dot com if you can think of anything. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, otherwise, this is the fastest. Whatever you said. <laughs> Announcement to premiere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're uh, like, hey, we made this. Mm-hmm. Watch it right now. So I guess at this point, one of us had bumped the recorder because I don't have how we got from point A to point B in this conversation, but it's incredible, so I'm not going to fix it. So, ladies and gentlemen, a complete non sequitur. God, I want to die. There's a, <laughs> there's a buzz. I don't like... I don't, this, this is just going to be like... Katie's Neuroses, the podcast. I hate tongues. I hate the idea of seeing anyone else's tongue. It just fucking grosses me out. Don't show me. I will kill you. And BuzzFeed, I watch their videos because I'm just like, why? What else will I do with my day? <laughs> just just have it be like a bunch of like choppily edited <laughs> anecdotes where I talk about how I'm an embarrassing person. That's <laughs> fucking fine. Um, whatever. So there was one where it was people getting their tongue scraped. Which is like, there's like a, it's a, I, I had one at one point. Like, it's very, uh, you know, it's very good for your oral health as far as like getting, you know, your tongue is where a lot of your bad breath comes from. So if you scrape your tongue, like you get a lot of that bacteria. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, this could be interesting. And I literally got to, you know, where they like montage like a couple seconds just to show. And I, like, I sw- swear it was like two seconds on the, on the, the progress. I was like, nope. And I think I like closed my laptop and left the room. <laughs> So, don't know where that came from. Oh, mouth noises. Yeah, yeah. don't. Blah, blah. Okay. Blah. Hey, Kate. Yep. I mean, that's fine, because <laughs> it looks just like, it's It's, it's like when people, like, when people, like, uh, Gene Simmons. Sure. That's enough. Talk about the thing that scared me at Ikea. What scared you at Ikea? It was on the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're in the pick you know like the warehouse of the ikea where we where we collecting where we collecting where we're collecting the we'll got a bookcase i got a bookcase we got some shelving for our workshop for our workshop and i noticed because it's a very large uh space the final frontier hey sorry (laughs) good reference thanks but you know they just have these enormous ceiling fans that are like 20 feet across I guess just to move air around. And I said, hey, Katie, look at that. And they have like yellow on the ends. I thought they were lights, but I was like, oh, there's just yellow and how the lights are hitting it. So, hey, Katie, look at those. And she got very scared. I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I, I got really uncomfortable because, like, I was like, I immediately was like, that's going to fall off and slice me in half. Like, that's what was going through my mind is like, imagine how much it would suck if that flew, like, suddenly sped up and flew off and killed me. Mm hmm. Which, I don't think that's what went through your head when you saw a giant ceiling fan. Well, my first thought was that I don't think they're going fast enough to, like, really hurt. 
but because it's so large, maybe I'm underestimating how fast it's going. And Katie just had a like a psychological crisis. It's <laughs> like, Katie, look, a big fan. She's like, oh, no. I want none of this. Is that what I sound like? At that time, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. And then they uh, we went to a, another furniture store. And we went to their clearance section because of who I am as a person. And they had a almost identical giant fan. Didn't have yellow things on the end. And I was just, like, mad about it. Yep. Like, at that point, I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's probably not going to fly off the ceiling and cut me into tiny pieces. But there you have it. Did anything else scare me this week? Oh, I got hit. I didn't get hit by a car. I need to stop saying I got hit by a car. You're, you got rear-ended. Yeah, not me, the person, but my, my beautiful car got backed into i keep saying i keep saying i got hit by a car and that really does have like a different connotation like i myself like my we're body. recording live from katie's hospital bed. yes uh i'm in one of those slings where your arms and legs are up <laughs> your interaction yep i'm in that mm. uh i'm fine thanks for asking so cloverfield paradox uh-huh well i know based on our last conversation it's got daniel Brule in it yeah <laughs> fucking daniel Oh yeah, we, we... here's another thing that scared me this week: Daniel Brule. <laughs> <clears throat> Just kidding. I'm sorry to him. Also, the guy who plays um the bad guy in the Firefly series. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. Um, what's his character's name in that? In Serenity. Yeah. The operative. Is it Serenity or is it Firefly? He's only in Serenity. Really? Yes. And they kick him out of the ship. Someone get, someone's outside of the ship? Anyways, because of that, because of that role, I, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, he plays the nice boyfriend. I'm like, he's a villain. Mm-hmm. Fucking villain. He's a great actor, but he's a villain. It's fine. He just got cast in something interesting. But I don't remember what it is. I'll look it up. So Cloverfield Paradox. Cloverfield Paradox. What do we know? Well... A bunch of stuff that we discussed last week, not knowing yep. we were going to be watching this this week. Indeed. So, quick rundown what we think it's about. People what? on a space station, a particle accelerator is involved, things get wacky. They delete the Earth. They delete the Earth. So, Katie, have you done, have you watched anything about Cloverfield Paradox? I watched the trailer that you sent me. I watched the trailer. Yeah, so, Katie watched the Super Bowl trailer. I've watched that. I watched the very beginning and the last 20 seconds, because I was curious. Which is rude, by the way, because I thought I, we could experience it together. I'm sorry. I needed to. Yeah, well, you get mad at me when I'm like, I'm going to Google the spoilers. And you're like, don't do the spoilers. And you watch the last 20 seconds. Also, my impression of both of us was <laughs> really rude. Like, I was like, rude to me. I was rude to you. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so I'm. I think I'm wary if I had to, like, pick one adjective for how I'm feeling about wary. this. I'm wary. Yeah. Um, they sproinged it on us. They bamboozled us. They made us look a fool. So. Up in here. Up, up in here. So we're, so you you are approaching this film with an air of distrust. No. It's <laughs> fine. No. Uh, no, I'm just like, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was like, <laughs> 
I haven't brought up my husband yet, so we'll just make a we'll make a, a marriage analogy. He's the live-in boyfriend you think's gonna give you a ring, and then instead he dumps you. So it's like, yeah, this movie's awesome. And then the last ten minutes, I was like, you fucking come on. So, and that had American Treasure John Goodman in it. Mm-hmm. So this has Spooky Daniel Brule in it. So I mean, the the I'm going into this, you know, Spooky Daniel Brule, beloved Chris O'Dowd. Gorgeous Goo Goo Mbatha Ra. This has Chris O'Dowd. I it forgot. does have Chris O'Dowd. In oh my god, I love very him. very tall uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Still um, don't know who she is. You mentioned her last week. We covered that, but I don't. I don't think I've looked into it. But Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd is from another country, <laughs> so he can't <laughs> he be sure the American is. treasure, Chris O'Dowd. But he, what did you call him? Uh, beloved Chris O'Dowd. Beloved Chris O'Dowd. Okay, so that I'm already feeling myself be a little bit more excited because we got we got Daniel Brule. Makes me nervous, and then we got Chris O'Dowd. Makes me happy, so. But also, surprise Netflix release makes me wary. So mm-hmm. we're going into this, guarded. Guarded, good word. I'm guarded. All right. What's your adjective? You already watched the end. I'm done with you. <laughs> well, because I have no context. I'm sorry, but is this, uh, is the woman from second from the left? Is she wearing a pizza sweater? God, it's gone. I. Didn't that look like a pizza sweater? I didn't see it. I think... Fuck. I think it might have been flowers. No, it was pizza. Or it was was pizza. I really... I'm just... I've decided. And the Punisher never uses that gun. Why does he have it then? Because it's a cool image. Is the guy who plays the Punisher the guy from The Walking Dead? Yes. Okay. John Bernthal. I haven't watched much of any of the... um, the Netflix Marvel shows, so like Green Arrow, I think I watched like 10 minutes of, and I was like, I would love this, and then I was like, oops, I forgot to actually finish this episode. There's a lot of Netflix originals, huh? Yeah, they... They're sort of diluting the brand. Yeah, the... I think part of it is they buy series from other countries and air them here, so they're, oh yeah, they're Netflix originals, quote unquote. But Netflix just seems to have so much goddamn money. Yeah. Somehow. They should give me some. Yeah, they should give us some. No, me. Okay, just you. Yeah, I'll give um, you some of my money, but it's... Yeah, no, Netflix, don't give him anything. I think, and I think part of it is that they can be more experimental. We're, we're on this because we're watching... Um, yeah, if you, if you go into Netflix and then don't do anything for ten minutes, it starts giving you basically, like, posters... For the Netflix originals, so... Yep. Wallpaper ads. Right now we're looking at the Castlevania wallpaper ads. That's a good way yep. to put it. But so, there was one for Fuller House, and it's the only reason why I brought it up. And this probably won't end up in the podcast, but I'm pretty sure that Kimmy Gibbler in the Fuller House poster ad, no, wallpaper ad, is wearing a pizza sweater. <laughs> and I need it. So if this ends up in the podcast, and you know where one can get a pizza sweater, please send it to me. At katielovescaiju at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. I'm just kidding on the last part, but like. Anywho, um, the fuck were we talking about? We're gonna get the movie started. We're gonna watch the movie. We've now covered who's in it and what else they're in and how I feel about them. So I feel like we're good. So um, we'll be back shortly after watching uh, Cloverfield Paradox. We'll be right back after this strange interlude. Find the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Target team will receive this. 
And we're back. Um, wow, that was not what I was expecting. That was a dilly. <laughs> I don't know what a dilly is. <laughs> That's what we just That's, It was that. <laughs> that is that is it. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Will, how about you for one start? Start, because I feel like I'm always like, here's everything that I think about, blah, 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 and you're like, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, that is what I say. Um, like I said, I had watched the everything up to... I'd watched the opening credits, and I had watched the... Oh, right off the bat, spoilers on. If you haven't oh, yeah, wa- please. If you haven't watched this movie, go to Netflix, watch it, come on back. We're not going to say this more than once. Spoiler alert. Yes. It's here's the alert. Spoilers abound. Carry okay. on. Okay. Uh, so all, all all I had known about this movie was, hey, there's a disaster going. Well, the we got a bunch of we have a multinational team of scientists in space working on a particle accelerator to make energy. Then a whole movie happened, and all I saw at the very end was a capsule falling in the clouds. And the Cloverfield monster bursting through the clouds and screaming and and. My, my heart grew three sizes that day because he's our favorite. He's our favorite. He or she. Why this happened, I you don't know. know. So ha- having actually watched the film in its entirety, I have to say I'm still a little puzzled. Because J.J. Abrams was like, this is the thing that ties everything together. And I'm still like, does it? <laughs> because I have, I have here an explanation of what happened. Constructed by some guy on the internet, which sounds... Was it from Reddit? Yeah, let's say that. Uh, which we'll, you know, address later, but... Katie, uh, knowing a modicum less of what I know, what do you think? I thought... Oh, hold on. I'm just tying my shoe. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Jim Carrey movies lately, and I keep doing that. Um, okay, so I thought it was... I thought a great time. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a great time. I thought that it was, I, I could follow it, which I'm always wary to like, to mention because I'm, I had a good time, um, and I found it easy to follow a lot of times, anything that's fast paced, anything that's action driven, anything that's like science based, anything that's like, involves details right over my head right over my head uh, even uh even fucking um not to throw back to another daniel Brühl movie but uh, uh, civil war sure i was like a little bit confused i'm like wait what's happening um but i got there um this one i found very easy to follow i was i was i had a good time um it captured my attention i think the special effects were wonderful um, set design was great. The set design was very believable. I think the um, the back and forth between, you know, Michael on Earth and Ava in the, in space was well balanced. Sure. Um, and I liked that there was that that moment where the hospital was exploded, and. So, if I may jump into the monster aspect of this. Go ahead. There were a couple of things that were, like, pointing towards this having 
a Cloverfield monster tie-in. You've got uh the the guy on the news, his brain his Alan Michael what's Howard's last name? Stambler. So the Stambler dude on the news being like we don't know what the particle accelerator is going to do. It could it could make universe uh what is it? Parallel universes, universes yeah. collide. There could be blah 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 monsters and you're like oh and then and then you've got this the moment where he goes to the hospital and the hospital is wrecked and you see in the shadow in the smoke there's a shadow of or a silhouette of something spooping three third three three fuck (laughs) third thing three thing three (laughs) three uh is the little girl doesn't say who's doing this she says what's doing this which i was like interesting interesting and then obviously at the end giant fucking cloverfield monster giant like I big mean, old like not a baby like a like a, like a full-fledged mama like mama I, monster like i said sunday night i watched the last 20 seconds or 10 seconds or whatever and then immediately googled how high clouds are just be like this seems impossibly hot. How how high are clouds? Uh, up higher than me. Wait. Oh, I don't know. that's uh, very true. Um, the lowest cloud is like six thousand feet in the air. So, and a mile is five thousand four hundred. Yeah, so that two hundred two eight twenty yeah. f- math five thousand four hundred and eighty five feet or something. Um. And I thought I, I thought I, yeah, exactly. And I thought I miswatched it. I thought it was in the ocean at first. I was like, well, that'd be rad. The huge thing coming out of the ocean, which is what Cloverfield 6 is, was going to be. That's the thing that pisses me off. Is like, this is sort of what I wanted the end of Cloverfield 6 to be. What's Ex- 6? The one we were writing. Oh, I thought we were writing 5. I just skipped that 6. That was my throat, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay, so 6, but they took 6 from us. T- I was like, we can make this work. And I was like, it's well, I had, you know... Total tangent. I had the idea, just you know, as having this enormous thing, but it being, you know, it's still looking like a Cloverfield monster, a clover, but like its its skin is darker. It's got like jagged outcroppings of rock and shit like that. So Ooh. so it looks like it's been living on the bottom of the right. ocean. Right. Well, like okay, turtles. This, this was yeah. And and sharks like they live for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. They didn't they find a. A shark that's been a long, long, around longer than Jesus has been. A, I don't know. That's probably not true. But shut up your face right now. You know, you figure like a a clover field monster, a clover, if you will, that is, you know, generally its habitat, as we've discussed previously, might be underwater, and it's above water. It's not necessarily going to look the same as one that's been in its natural environment this whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like what would be the the giant monster version of a barnacle? Sure. Oh, giant fucking barnacle. It is covered in, like, barnacles and sunken ships and just... I I just had... We were talking about it last week and I just had this vision in my mind all week at work. And then I I saw this as like, I bossed it. Yeah. I just had a, a huge mental throwback to Never Ending Story. (laughs) What is it? Moira? Not Moira. The big fucking turtle? The big turtle. Uh. Agra? No, that's Dark Crystal. That's Dark Crystal. Matt, but there's a giant, like the kids, uh, oh my god, this is really bad. So side note, I've been forgetting like nouns lately. Um, it's a problem because I like talk for a living. (laughs) 
So, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of that moment where we're like, what's that called? You know, that thing? Oh, a dog. Yeah. That, yeah. Turtle in Neverending Story. Morla the Ancient Morla. One. Mm-hmm. So, Atreyu is like, where's this friggin' ancient, you know, whatever at and then he's actually on it Mm -hmm. and it comes out of the ground like classic giant creature reveal yeah probably also happens in dark crystal anywho i'm with you also what was i gonna say why aren't you psychic i don't know god damn it all right (laughs) um let's just let's review up to this moment so i can remember what i was gonna say i'm old (laughs) my brain doesn't work anymore don't do drugs, kids. Mom, I don't do drugs. But don't do drugs. Don't do drugs in general. Um, we like the movie. I'm very pleased. Very pleased. Uh, Cloverfield at the end. Cloverfield 5. What was it? Thalassophobia? Basilophobia. Basilophobia. Uh-huh. Moral of the Turtle. Does that jog anything? Oh, I thought you were already wrapping the episode. And I was like, wow, that was fast. <laughs> was no, like, you, you just asked me to recap. No, I, I, I'm losing my mind. Um, I'm worried. Me too. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. But the Cloverfield uh, Paradox. Yeah, so... Yeah. I, uh... Just, to, just my apologies to Daniel Brule. I think he's cute now. Okay, good. So You uh, owe me a dollar. I don't I? Oh, because he's not the villain. He's not the villain. Fucking There's hottie. a swerve. What did I call her? <laughs> I was like tall, hot, blonde. Tall, hottie. I forget. I gave her a cute name. Um, Elizabeth Debicki, in a twist, is the bad guy, even though I saw it coming. Because I was like, bitch, why are you in a wall? Like, stop it. Like, yep to shenanigans. It was like, she's in a wall. She's not blinking. Why does she keep staring yeah. meaningfully at everyone? Yeah. She got damn big eyes. She might have bigger eyes than uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She may. Dead. Also just bigger than Mary Elizabeth Winstead in general. Her eyes are huge because she's a giant, beautiful woman. Um, yeah, so I have a crush on Daniel Brühl now. Um, I have a crush on Elizabeth Debicki. Will has a crush on... Uh... Don't tell me. Oh, fuck. We, we went no, over... No, we went over it. I just don't feel like I'm going to pronounce it right. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, too. Who cares? Gubu Mabawa Ra. Gubu Mbatha Ra. Gugu? I'm putting the B in the wrong name, I think. Yes, you are. Gugu Mbatha Ra. If I'm saying that correctly. But, like, okay, I added... That's how it's written. I took the G and put it elsewhere. You did. Uh, Will's got a big crush on her. I do. And Elizabeth Debicki. Me, too. But also you. <laughs> it's fine. Hi, honey. If you're listening, my husband, I love you most, and I have a crush on you, too. He's my Kaijo. He doesn't know we call him that. I was wondering, who the fuck are you talking to right my now? My husband. Joe doesn't listen to the Joe show. Joe doesn't listen. I actually asked him three times. I'm like, hey, what'd you think? Of the, what'd you think? And he's like, I've got, I've, I haven't gotten around to it yet. And I'm like, okay. Like, don't you commute, dude? I also... <laughs> I also, like, make him like my stuff on Facebook. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did you see that cute cat video I posted? He's like, sure. And I'm like, did you like it? You should like it. Anyways, I'm not needy. I'm fine. Um, the movie, though. Let's get back to the The Cloverfield movie. Paradox. <laughs> we need a little counter for the number to, like, <laughs> like, a bell goes off every time you have to remind me why we're here. 
not getting very good reviews. Maybe, maybe I just have low standards, but I did think it was a derivative of, and you said this while we were watching the movie, very derivative of Event Horizon. Yeah. But Event Horizon is a top ten classic, so if you're going to be derivative of something, why not Event Horizon? Well, also, it's updated, it's shinier, I think that it's, I think Event Horizon is hard to watch. It's it's great. I also think the thing is hard to watch hmm. because it's just. I disagree, but go no, ahead. no. I know. I'm saying. I'm not saying it's unwatchable due to the, it's not being a strong film. I think it's it's difficult to watch, and that like you want to hide your face behind a pillow. Okay, sure. Does that yeah. make sense? Okay, I, I wasn't being clear. It's not a, a bad movie. It's just like it's hard to be like. Event Horizon has one of my favorite what? line deliveries ever. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sam Neill, not in that movie, is he? Event Horizon? Yeah. Yes, he is. Fuck yeah. You looked at me like I was crazy, and I was like, I know the name of someone. What? It's Sam Neill. Yes. I was proud of myself. Good job. Jurassic Park. Yes. Stay in school, kids. Um, but uh, Event Horizon, there's... They finally see the full video of the crew of the Event Horizon, you know, having gone through the hell dimension, killing and murdering and maiming and mutilating each other, and... And loving it. And and lo- and having, you know, like, and filled with joy at their yeah. depravity. And Lawrence Fishburne just, we're leaving. It's the best delivery <laughs> of, any, of yeah. almost any line in that any movie. So um, it's also really upsetting. It's a really upsetting movie. Event Horizon. Not this one. Yes. Cloverfield Paradox, I thought was, you know, I don't, here's one of the things. Oh. Ooh. I don't think paradox is the word I'm listening list looking for. See, I can't. I'm just using all the wrong words. I have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So with Cloverfield Paradox, one of the difficulties is you put Cloverfield on something. The original Cloverfield film, I think, was so like exciting. And then it was like it was like boom! Here's this movie. It's amazing. And then it was like, and now you get nothing. You're not getting a sequel. You get nothing. Then Ted Cloverfield Lane came out. What? Ten years? No. Eight years later. Eight years later, and that was phenomenal. phenomenal. John Goodman, American Treasure. American Treasure. I mean, Aliens at the end, take it or leave it. But like the movie holds its fucking own. Oh yeah. And then. Again, even like within a week from now, we were like, man, like what are they gonna, what is going to happen with this Cloverfield 3, quote unquote, the God Particle, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was a lot of hype. And I think everyone's like the, you know, the hype ended up maybe it causing li- this movie. There, it, go, it, yeah. it couldn't live up to the hype. I mean, any movie that isn't somehow the original Cloverfield but done better and brighter and and scarier or something isn't going to make anybody happy. I don't think anybody's going to be happy with anything that isn't that. hmm, Let me start that thought over. Because all of the hype and because it's been so long since the original Cloverfield movie, I don't think there's anything that anyone could create that's going to satisfy every Cloverfield fan. Unless they do something like we're, what we're planning. Yeah, our movie's going to be really good. Well, that's like, I mean, (laughs) But I think the problem that they're falling in is they're using Cloverfield, the name. Like, even, like, I actually compared it while looking at the television. Even the font is the same. 
like the 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 title treatment they're still using that particular way of writing Cloverfield. Right, but this one this one has an excuse in that the actual Cloverfield monster is in this. Yes. Um but like what we're doing for Thassalophobia is I don't want like it, if we if we write this movie and we probably never will. They've been using it as a let's get people to watch this movie by putting the a name of an IP that people associate with being, oh, I really like this. Kind of like Fast and Furious. That, well, no, but Fast But no, but that has, okay, no. But if they were to do, if, uh, scratch that from the record, go on. Sure. If we as, you know, first time script writers be like, we want this movie, we want, this is our movie, it's a Cloverfield sequel, you can't market it as a Cloverfield sequel because that ruins the joke, which, we, which we'd never be able to get away with. The fact that people are putting Cloverfield on the name people are expecting, you know, which actually worked out in this one because Clover shows up or a Clover shows up and it's sort of the explanation of why all this bull weird bullshit starts happening but I've totally forgotten what my point was but it's never going to live up to the hype it's never going to live up to the hype except for the movie that we're going to make except so. for the movie that we're going to make it's going to be coming amazing. to theaters in 2022 <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm tr- okay that's not enough time yeah cuz and going you know, sort of talking about meta stuff this move this was a spec script explain that for those of us who don't know what that means sure spec meaning special speculative um oh, okay. we, like phasmophobia we're not get, no one said <clears throat> hey we like your ideas jj abrams comes down on a cadillac made of gold hey here's from the sky yeah of course here's fifty thousand dollars write this script absolutely jj abrams we're writing this script because we want to write a script. Because we're wanting to write a script, and then someone, hey, I really like this script, here's $50,000. We're writing it on speculation that someone will pick it up. Got it. So this was a spec script written by a fella um, about, you know, like I said, it was called God Particle. He, uh, The sort of idea was even more Event Horizon-ish. No energy crisis. I actually found the script and skimmed it. But no energy crisis, or there is, something's going on, but... You know, the space station is is a crew of Americans looking for the Higgs boson, which is a subatomic particle we haven't found yet. They find it. It doesn't want to be found. Spooky. And, you know, de- you know, deletes the Earth, and the only thing they can find is a... Cr- is a and I, there's some... Like I said, only skim the script. There's a... Uh, like, the, like, America and the rest of the world is sort of at odds. Totally different from how the world is now. Um, and at which point, the, the only other contact they have is all of a sudden a space shuttle full of Europeans show up. They're like, hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> but the difference between this and 10 Cloverfield Lane is 10 Cloverfield Lane was being cloverized when it was a script. This got purchased and worked on when it had already been filmed or was in the process of filming. So, like, all the stuff on Earth with Michael was added after a test feature where people were like, well, well, what's going on on Earth? So they invented a whole other side plot and... Put monsters in it. Yeah, and, you know, J.J. was like, here you go, put monsters in it. The, like, Donald Logue shows up as... I don't know who that is. Do I need to know who that is? No, you. Um, okay. He, I'm drawing a big. Old he, he's boy. an excellent character actor at what he does. He he he's a big gruff burly guy. Good. 
So he, show, he, he essentially shows up in a YouTube video at the very beginning to explain exactly what the Cloverfield Paradox is. That's not meta. The station is the Clover, is Cloverfield Space Station. Basically saying, oh, if they do, like you said, if they do this, shit will go down. And if you look at it, you know, his, his character's name is Mark Stabler. Stambler, pardon me. Okay, so he's in this movie. Yes. You could have been like, he's the guy doing the thing. Okay, I thought you meant context. Out no, of it. I, you. Oh my god, I'm gonna like, kill you. You're like, what have I. <laughs> what have I seen him in? You're like, this! I don't know. You've this seen this! Fucking movie! Like, Will, oh my god. I'm trying to help you! <laughs> okay. Why would I be talking about famous. Uh... No, you were talking about uh, the, the other version of this where someone shows up and is in a video. Those are two separate thoughts. Did I have a stroke? Yes. <laughs> no, listen to me. Do I start? I'm like, who is this? And you were okay. like, oh, he's this. Remember. Shh, uh, hmm? shh, let me finish. What have I seen him in? And you're like, I'm trying to think of what you've seen him in. Well, we just watched this movie. Which leads me to my point. He only shows up for one scene. You remember when they were watching the news broadcast? Yeah, I know who he is. Okay, yeah. I asked about I I, oh I mentioned I mentioned Stambler earlier. Are we in a fight? I I've just completely lost it. We're starting again. Boop. <laughs> I don't know where to start again. So Donald Logue, who you've seen in a film, it's this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> all like that that was added. Like, that's why he's only in the film for less than a minute. Because he's, you know, oh yeah, this provides context to the film. Uh, within the wider Cloverfield whatever. Mark Stambler, John Goodman's character, is Howard Stambler. Donald Logue has a great big beard. And he's a great big fella. So, connections. Brothers? I don't know. Alternate universe version? Maybe. Who knows? Alternate universe version of a brother? I don't know. It's all gone crazy now that we brought in parallel universes. Oh yeah, because that's what this movie is about, by the way. So, <laughs> let's try to use this movie to inform the first Cloverfield movie. Alright. I actually have a thing about that. Let's get into it. Okay. This is written by someone on the internet. All credit to him. In the year 2030, the governments of the world create a particle accelerator in space designed to perform experiments to find a way of producing unlimited energy. When the particle accelerator is fired, it tears a hole in the fabric of reality, teleporting a bunch of random objects across space and time and into different universes. In the first film's universe, an infant from a massive alien race is teleported to the bottom of the Atlantic sometime before 2008. It is found by an international conglomerate building a deep-sea oil rig. They keep the discovery to themselves and begin to perform experiments on the different alien flora and fauna that live on the alien as parasites and symbiotes. One of the discoveries they make is a highly addictive algae that is safe when ingested frozen, but not thawed. They use this algae to create an insanely addictive soft drink called Slusho which becomes one of the most addictive, uh, pardon me, one of the most popular products in the world, and, event, and the company becomes incredibly rich and powerful. Eventually, some, something they do wakes up the alien, and it destroys the oil rig and tries to find its way out of the ocean, eventually living new, reaching New York. 
It's unclear what the conglomerates place in the overall movie, but for some reason they appear in every film. They built the station in the third film, and the villain in the second film used to work for them, which may be why he knew about the upcoming invasion. Mind blown. <laughs> okay, so this is speculative at the end here. They built the, f- the station in the third film, and the villain in the second film used to work for them? Well, that th- that's from the alternate reality games. So it's canon. Ish. What are the alternate reality games? Every... <laughs> also, someone needs to tell this gentleman how to spell algae. <laughs> Um, algae. Uh, an alternate reality game, or maybe it's advanced. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's it's like it's a viral marketing campaign. Okay. Uh, like I remember for Cloverfield, there were this is back when MySpace was the thing. Like every character had a MySpace, and if you you know paid attention to certain things, you could enter passcodes that would unlock like um. Like blogs and vlogs. And I remember if you went to like the Evite for Rob's going away party and just left the browser open after six minutes, it would play the Cloverfield Roar. And that was the one, it was like the clearest, um, uh, not garbled by the trailer way of hearing the Cloverfield Monster Roar. And also, if you weren't paying attention, because it always played at maximum volume, it was the spookiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So for those of you like me who don't know what this means, an alternate reality game, ARG, is an interactive networked narrative that uses the real world as platform as a platform and employs transmedia storytelling to deliver a story that may be altered by players' ideas or actions. So kind of? Like how... Questionable content have all their own Twitters and they tweet each other. Sort of, yeah. But like, I mean, whatever. That's fine. Okay. That so is a... that's fucking fascinating. Um, also, mind fucking blown. Hmm. That now is one to assume then then the aliens in Clover in Ten Cloverfield Lane are from the same alien reality of Cloverfield Monster. I'm not sure because once once you get into parallel universes, you get into the fact that it's not just two, it's an infinite amount. Okay. So, like, maybe that's just how the, you know, maybe that was always supposed to happen. Maybe the bewidgery of Cloverfield Station, you know, there was, a, like, there was, like, a nuclear attack, and then they turned the particle accelerator on, and it accelerator on, and it turned into aliens. Or that, like... Turning on the accelerator sent a signal back in time that called the aliens to our planet that just happened to be in 2016. Maybe that's why in 2018, uh, 2028, they have such advanced technology because we stole it from the aliens because it sounded at the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane that we were winning. Uh-huh. Maybe that's where all the power went. Oh, shit. Okay. So... Though you think you mentioned the alien war at some point. Yep. Um, interesting side note. As mentioned in, in our 10 Cloverfield Lane episode, Bradley Cooper has a voice cameo, if you will, where he is... Um, I won't. Michelle... <laughs> fuck you. Michelle's uh, fiancé, and he's calling her being like, Michelle, no. Uh, that was my Bradley Cooper impression. It was very good. In this movie... 
you have a newscaster opening up talking about how like blah 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 here's all this stuff happening and i was like man that sounds like simon Pegg." and will's like it is simon Pegg." that's what you sound like very good impression um and i thought he was mad at me <laughs> but yeah and then i was like are you proud of me and then it was neither and then also greg grunberg of heroes fame matt parkman is the also a phone cameo so mm-hmm. Uh, J.J. Abrams just likes to be like, you want to be in my movie? No one's going to see your face, but you can you can talk a little, <laughs> I guess. Well, it, I mean, fine. like, hey, you know, I think Greg Greg Grumberg and J.J. Abrams are... They're bros. Are bros. Uh, it might have been a thin... You know, Simon Pegg would be like, hey, I'm a big fan of Cloverfield. It's like, well, do you want do you want to be in the movie? Nope. Do you want to say a line? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> One line. Sir. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even start talking about Chris O'Dowd's arm. Oh yeah, Chris O'Dowd's arm, like the becomes its own character and it's mm-hmm. the best. Uh, Chris O'Dowd in this movie is very good. Is 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 a highlight and a half. But you know, one of the trailers only thirty seconds long, or it, it's a minute long, and of that minute, uh, <laughs> part of you know part of it is Cloverfield. Like most of the new footage is very brief. But, you know, one of the most, like, what the fuck is going on is just, like, an arm just crawling across. That's in the trailer? Yeah. It's re- oh, fuck, I missed it. it well, it's, Did it, I even actually watch the trailer? <laughs> Did I dream the trailer? Did you go in even colder than you thought? No, Did yeah. Did I you, dream the trailer? No, no, because, you know, there was that uh, the speech. speech. The, the speech. But I don't remember the arm. Maybe you just listened to it. Or you were, or you were asleep. I am asleep a lot. Yeah. Anyway, but the the arm. So have we even talked with them? Basically, they fire off this particle accelerator. Listen, if they're listening here and they did not listen to our I, spoiler alert warning, I, I then they ju- shouldn't know what's going on. I, I just want to establish no, for you know, anyone who's fast forwarding. So they fire off the par- particle accelerator. They get bewarped into an alternate universe. Did you say bewarped? I said bewarped. Oh, bewarped. please don't interrupt I'm me. I'm so sorry. When I'm talking science, they get <laughs> bewarped into a parallel universe where things are even more rubbish than they than their universe and things. Like, things from the rubbish universe keep intersecting with their universe. I had some thoughts. Okay, we'll get to that. One of the things that happen is Chris O'Dowd's arm gets severed painlessly. It just... It's not even a stump, it just ends. Mm. And then his arm comes back, presumably from the alternate universe... And it's amazing because it's not malevolent, it's just... And it even has the same characterizations, a characterization as Chris O'Dowd. They basically put it in a box, and then it just spends the rest of the film being incredibly bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the, like, the end of the film, you actually see it get vented into space, but before that, it's in the box, it's tapping its fingers. Yeah. It, it's a fantastic little effect that it's, it, you know, like, the... And get, you know, especially when we talk about the speech at the end, is how trailers can take completely out of context footage and make you think whatever you want. Mm. You had a thought. I did. So this is spinning off of your uh, ob- observation that the cl- the alternate universe, and I will refer to this as Universe Two, 
is it's the second universe we've encountered. Sure. The alternate universe in which we have Jensen. That station crashes into the water. Yes. Right. And there's the scene when they H2O leaks mm. and Tam gets icicled. Yeah. Chris O'Dowd dies by magnets. He does. They're maybe using those like industrial sized magnets they use to pick up cars. Oh, that's why. To remove the wreck from the water. Yeah, because we never really get an explanation of what happened there. Um, I mean, the magnet, the magnet uh, cock, for lack of a better word, does become as you like malevolent. Like it's like yeah. I'm gonna fuck you up, bitch. But why magnets? And all I could think of was like, ooh, they're removing the mm-hmm. wreck. Again, this is completely unfounded. This yeah, this be- is this is pure conjecture. Um, so is most of my life. So. <laughs> But yeah, but um, the effect of the magnococ is but Jesus. Yeah, because it it just looks spoopy, unnatural, and spoopy, and 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 spoopy. Because because it um, it's not like it doesn't flow. But yeah, have you ever? It's have you jagged. Ever, have you ever seen footage of iron shavings against a magnet? That's how they behave. Okay, yeah, but that large. And across that distance, it's just incredibly... It's very visual. Yeah. It, it's an incredible visual. And and then he dies by, like... Horribly. Hor- like, like the, the one character that everyone is rooting for dies horribly. Still not as bad as Volkov's death, though. That really blows. Volkov... The Russian guy must suffer the most. Oh, my God. But like, he brought it on himself by being a jackass. Did he... Maybe not that much. I mean, it, was he so much of a dick that he died by worms? Worms in a gyroscope? Yeah, like... What? I don't... So, like, if... I sort of forgot about Volkov, so I moved away from that. But, like, you know... And then there is no why. And Schmidt goes into that. Um, and he's like... Essentially, there's no reason because, like, none of that applies here. Like, things are just happening. So, like... The worms were in one place and then they were in Volkov. Mm-hmm. The gyroscope was in one place and now it's in Volkov. Volkov's got a crazy eye. <laughs> Volkov somehow figures out how to 3D print a gun. Volkov is talking to his alternate universe self, maybe? But alternate universe Volkov? Why is he such a dick? Because they know that Gen- uh, that Schmidt's a traitor. Why is he full of worms? Because the tele- Because they bevorped into him. Mm. When they bevorped. Okay. Uh, mm. I can't make I can't make this, you know, it's not supposed to be logical. It's supposed to just be a little bit odd. Um, I mean, Jensen t- transports right into a fucking wall. Yes. That was, especially the Horrifying. sound. <laughs> uh, horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. Horrifying. And then, of course, like, they clean her up and they, like, regenerate her cellularly and she's fucking stunning. And I was like, of course she's goddamn beautiful. Because of the alien technology. Sure. <laughs> well, you at one point saw, saw, thought she was a robot. I, I You said didn't... it as a joke, but I was like, oh my god, she's a robot. You're like, I don't fucking know. I've never seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> but she looked mean as fuck. So I was, I was a little scared of her. Um, but yeah, Volkov got worm death and then... Mundy got magnet death. Tam turned into an icicle. Mm-hmm. It's probably safe to assume 
that Hamilton and Schmidt got eaten by a monster. I think... Did you notice? Did you fucking notice that Michael and Holly are in a fucking bunker? Yes. I was so excited and I just remembered. <laughs> At some point, the background changes... And there's like, like just you, you keep, you keep seeing Michael in flashes. So he, he goes and uh, finds this girl at the just like completely obliterated hospital. They're driving. He gets back to his place. And then like, I don't know when it happened. I didn't catch it. I assumed he went home. No, he, um, he, it's, it's in the, you shouldn't text when you're driving. He's, he's asking his friend if he can, you know, Hey, Hey dude, I know you have a fallout shelter. Can I, can I crash there? He's like, yeah, dude. I missed all of that. Yeah. That. That, that's oh, that what... was explicit. Yes. Oh, fuck. I thought it was like a subtle thing because like it's been months and months on Earth, hasn't it? No, it hasn't been months. Oh, no, it's, it's, only, it's 14 it's... months in the alternate universe. Yeah. I'm not smart. This is what I'm talking about. Like I miss stuff and it's fine. Sure. I'm not embarrassed. I'm a little embarrassed. It's fine. But yeah, they were in a fucking bunker. Yeah. A, a, a very well-appointed bunker, which is where you may have gotten confused. No. I just think I I think I missed the dialogue. That's all. I think it, I, it, I, the texting, the yeah. texting, context. But yeah, fuck. Actually, talking about the fourteen month whatever. It's like so they bevorp to the alternate universe, and it's just sort of like, I'm like, oh, we can't. Oh, we can tell them where we are. Oh, we can't send transmissions yet, and they're hearing like Berlin has been bombed, and this, that, and the other thing, and people are like, what the fuck's going on? Well, what happened when we were gone? We've been out of contact for a day. They're like the conflict the last fourteen months. Are like shit. What's going on? Which is why um, Jensen. She said she's willing to kill three people to save eight billion. Yeah. But all we have seen of Universe Two is a couple of videos. Like like the only video the only video we've seen is oh Cloverfield Station has crashed. The last dreams of humanity are dead. Wah. And the only visuals we have of Universe 2 is Hamilton, her husband, and her now-living children. But that was prior... One could assume that is prior to the 14-month war starting. You can no. you can assume, but yeah. they still look fine. Yeah. They... I, I think in order to have made Jensen's turn a little stronger... We needed to have a better sense that Universe 2's Earth is an absolute shithole. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about, like, how that might have carried over. Because she needed that to fuel her getting Hamilton on her side. Mm. So... If it's a 14-month war, and let's say the timeline of this, the Shepherd. Shepherd what? The Cloverfield Station, Shepherd Accelerator. Shepherd Accelerator, yep. So they've been so up Clover... there for two years. Yes. So they've been up there for two years. The war is 14 months. So there might have been some time when Hamilton sends that message and it's not nearly as bad as it is now. Mm -hmm. Because they've been at war for 14 months. Again, I think maybe if they had gotten some YouTube videos, like you were saying, not YouTube videos, sorry, uh, some video footage, some news footage of like, you know, how horrible it is on the ground, on Earth rather, um, that might have, like you said, driven it home as far as like how completely wrecked 
present universe is. But I think they, they started it easy because they want you to think, oh, fuck, we didn't disappear the earth, but we did teleport 14 months, you know, away or whatever. So for a while you're like, okay, we're in the same universe, but we're, we've just bamboozled the space-time continuum. And then... If they thought they had time-traveled rather than universe void. Jumped a universe, yeah. Sure. But I think they could have used more context to then, you know, really establish how fucked up what if rather, Jensen's Earth was. What if rather than guilting Hamilton with being like, okay, there's like, oh, this is a video of your children. It's like, this is the last video I got from you. And, you know... She's in like a bunker and she's mis- and she looks miserable and her children are thin and dying. But then if she's in a bunker, her kids won't die in a fire. True. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is us trying to rewrite Cloverfield again, though, because on 10 Cloverfield Lane, we were trying to, you know, sort of mitigate my, my dissatisfaction with the alien ending. We settled on she doesn't have any encounters with the aliens, but then she's driving away and she sees the... The flash, the spacecraft sure. in the in the on the horizon, um, not in the horizon, on the clouds. Um, so clouds. with this with this one, I think more clouds. <laughs> it's just fucking clouds, man. Um, I do think that the reveal of the Cloverfield monster at the end was, you know, gratifying. I do think it's a little bit of a pander. Thank you. I was like, I want to say pander. I don't know if pander means like I'm. I'm feeling like if if I say pander, if that's shitty. Hey guys, here's that thing you like. See, our movies are connected. Yay! <laughs> hey guys, I heard you like Cloverfield monsters, so I put this Cloverfield monster in this movie called Cloverfield. So stop complaining. I this the first time I saw this at like midnight on Super Bowl Sunday. I visibly went, yeah. You visibly Shit. went, yeah. Hush. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't actually make noises, you just went... A word balloon came out of my mouth. It was very uncomfortable. Um, So, remind me and our friends at home what the next... Planned clover experiment is? What? What is with me and nouns? The next... (laughs) Movie? I know the word movie. I've gotten that Film? Far. There's a word. There's the next... Installment? Thank you. I was going to say iteration. The next installment... That all done. ...in the Cloverfield universe. Well, there's been no real so, change, you know, from last week. I just don't remember it well. Come on. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, uh, but it is a world... War, we, know it, we know it's set in World War II. So we're going back in time. We're going back in time. Gra- Gracha. Something about... Nazis. Na- uh, something about D-Day... And something supernatural. Okay. Tying it back to last week, looked into it, current star of uh, Cloverlord is Wyatt Russell. No. Yes. Wait. From Playtest. Hold on, but did we know that last week? Uh, I didn't. Okay, that's fucking weird. I know! That is, no, that's really fucking weird. Well, you know, he's a young guy. He's, he's he's working his way up in the world. But like, it's it's an amazing. That's coinc- an amazing coincidence. I know. Also, how an how amazing of a coincidence that we're talking. We watched Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then they were no. And, and the then immediately, day. like I'm freaked immediately. out. Immediately, what? Well, the thing, and on a meta perspective, this movie had a lot of production hiccups. 
like I said, the script was first bought in about six years ago, and it just took so long to get it on its feet. And, like, turning into a Cloverfield, Paramount essentially sold it to Netflix because they didn't want to deal with it anymore. And Netflix basically said, we have a great idea in terms of how to advertise this movie, which, admittedly, people may not like that much. So they did, you know, something that's never happened before. Re you know, announce, a mo announce and release a movie. The same fucking day. Four, not even the same day, four hours apart, if that. So Paramount made a, you know, made money on this. Netflix, I don't know how Netflix makes its money in terms of, you know, like movie stuff like Bright that came out a couple of uh, months ago. Like, oh yeah, everyone, everyone, you know, critics hate it. People love it. Are people subscribing to Netflix just to watch that movie? I don't know. Probably not. I don't What's interesting is that they make more money if you rent... You have the streaming service plus renting movies, but they're actually making more content that's streaming only. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they're... I think that they they just are making so much money off of streaming only service. They did recently increase the streaming only uh -huh. membership rate by like a dollar, two dollars. I think I used Which to pay is... eight ninety nine. Now I pay ten ninety nine. Yeah, might have been seven ninety nine. Now it's ten ninety nine. Whatever. It's still cheap as fuck. Cable's hecka expensive. Mm. I'm not gonna go to Redbox. I mean, like for whatever. I'm also lazy. So, <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. Basically, one of the great mysteries is where does Netflix get all this money? But that's if beside the point. If you know, send us, us some. an email. Also, <laughs> give, give us some. Give us some and send an email to Katie Loves Kaiju some money? at gmail.com. Give us some of Netflix's money. Yes. And then also email us and tell us how it works. Yeah. Or, you know, shoot us a link to a website that explains all this. The goal, this is like a one-off sort of transaction to sort of build interest in... Cloverfield as a franchise, especially because now they're coming out, it seems more frequently now, because it was you know the eight year gap between um, Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Now there's two years between Lane. I'm gonna and fucking scream. Lane if and Overlord Paradox. comes out tomorrow. Well, the, I'm just kidding. The, the, they're the, like, we're just gonna release them. The, Once a week, an episodic well, the, fucking the, Cloverfield franchise. I, I was on I was on Twitter a uh, good portion on Monday, and the my two favorite jokes I saw about it was you know oh yeah it's coming out today, and you know, the Cloverfield four it's it's already on your phone, and you know ten <laughs> it's like you know ten Cloverfield Lane, and you know it's it's just J J Abrams driving by and throwing the DVD through your window. <laughs> <laughs> Like, take a look. It's like, oh, it's like, when does Overlord come out? He's just behind you and just hands He's it like, to you. Here you go. Um, He's actually putting it in your DVD player. And <laughs> like, hey, guy, I gotta get back to Star Wars. Um, I don't know what JJ Abrams sounds no, like. I think I, th I think I do, but I've forgotten. Probably uh, just like that. But the g current goal is for Overlord to be a full theatrical release with advertising, with posters. With Bear McCreary again, I don't know. <laughs> I fucking am, sorry, I'm fucking hugely into Bear McCreary. Heads up, guys. Bear McCreary is a great musician. Did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? Did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? I can never... The show? The show. Maybe two seasons. Okay. 
Um, but that's where I first ran into him and, well, encountered him. It's like, wow, this guy's great. Who? Bear, Bear McCre- McCreary. Bear McCreary and his music. I thought you meant J.J. Abrams. And I was no. like, I don't... J.J. Abrams has nothing to do with Battlestar Galactica. I didn't think... I didn't think you so. fake nerd girl. <laughs> <laughs> there was one moment in the film, you're just like, I, can, I don't I don't want to watch this anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> what, what, what part was that, though? Uh, right before David Oleo, um turns off the thing. No, I think it was before that. Uh, uh, when they were doing the space jump. That- oh, okay, yeah, no, that was the part. So when they're um going, I really anticipated them not making it across, like, all of them making it across. Uh-huh. So I thought what was going to happen is, like, Monk was going to, you know, clip in and he was going to draw, because obviously... Monk like- lasted a lot longer than I expected. Right? So, also confusing, he's referred to as Monk the entire movie, but his... Name badge says, oh shit, now I can't remember it. Cortez? Um, no, it's, it's, it starts with an A. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matters. Sorry, I can't remember. The character credited as Monk. Which is weird because his name tag says something different, but it's fine. Um, I thought he was going to clip in and then he was just going to get fucking nailed by a piece of debris. Yeah. That is what I expected, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not into this. You were expecting space death. I was expecting space death. Um, I do think that it was, you know, there's, okay, so bear with me because, like, I'm not sure why this is where my brain's going. The movie Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> A classic. Classic. Also scared of sharks. Don't know if this has come up in the uh, podcast yet. But- it hasn't. Uh, was very scared of sharks for a really long time. Not related, but now I'm fascinated by shark movies, but at the same time have a really hard time watching them because I just don't want to ever be near a shark. We're gonna watch the Meg this summer. The what? Don't, don't, hold on. Let's get back to that. Sure. Um, there's a moment where Samuel Jackson is like, and I'm gonna butcher this because it's been a while, but he's like, we're gonna get up, we're gonna do this, we're gonna get that, we're gonna kick sharks' asses, and then immediately gets eaten by a shark. It's an incredible moment. It's delightful. It's also like, that's what I've come to expect from movies. They're like, we're going to build you up, and then someone's going to get nailed by a piece of debris, and they're going to go flying off into oblivion. I was like, I, I, I because of the, the tension, I was like, someone's going to die. Sure. But it ended up being, you know, is it... I'm shit with names. Where's the K? Keel. Keel. I was like, Kylie. And I'm like, that's wrong. Keel decides that the best thing for, you know, the best way to ensure that this actually goes through is to make sure that it's done correctly, which means he has to go away with it. And I was like, you know what? Cool. He dies. And then, like, the rest of the deaths aren't shocking. I think none of the deaths were actually shocking. Well, um... Like, there there was build-up. You weren't like, oh, like, la 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 la, I'm trending a corner, and then Mac, like, someone gets beaten Um, by an and and Yeah, like, all all the, let's see, who who dies? Uh, Volkov gets wormed, which is set up because, like, he's having fits and craziness. Uh, Tam. Gets freezer burned. Freezer burned, and that's foreshadowed by, it's, it's sort of like we don't, and it's weird because, like, the are the two stations occupying the same sort of quantum entanglement weirdness, which is what we've settled on. Uh, but all of a sudden it's like, everything's fine! Oh, and like, bloop, it's filled with water. Dow dies 
by magnets. Yeah. Uh, Monday, Chris O'Dowd dies via magnet, but the way that's set up, you you're expecting, you know, oh, you know, as long as there's no spark, everything will be fine. So you're expecting like you know something to drop. You're not expecting magnet death. Yep. But you know he's gonna die. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, you you know that you just don't know how. Right. Um. Yeah, and basically every everyone after that, monk shot. Jensen gets spaced. Je- yeah. Wait, hold on. Jensen and Arm get spaced. Salute. Oh. <laughs> uh, and to the best of our knowledge, uh, Hamilton and Schmidt. Hamilton and Schmidt come back to. We we don't see them get eaten. We just know that there's a monster near them. I've decided that In. they're gonna get eaten. Okay. 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 But yes, that was the scene that I was like, nope, 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 bye. <laughs> yep. And I fucking left. And now but, but you didn't leave. I didn't you, leave. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of me too. I hid inside my sweater though. <laughs> but we got through it and it was fine. Katie, can you think of anything else to talk about? I mean, I could talk about everything under the sun, but as far <laughs> as the Cloverfield Paradox goes, I think we've pretty much covered yeah. it. Film came out of nowhere, not a lot of time to do a lot of prep. It's not getting good reviews. We liked it. I thought it was great. I, I really did. I, I thought it was good. I really liked it. Um, um, I'd watch it again. Watch it again. Go watch Event Horizon. Uh, yeah, so this has been this week's episode of Katie Loves Kaiju. Again, if you guys want to get at us for any of the things that we forgot during the middle of our podcast, you can send us an email at katielovekaiju at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. This has been this has been Katie Loves Kaiju. I'm Katie. I'm Will. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>